Hello and welcome to Veterans Voices episode 6. In this podcast, Gary talks about the new Veterans Emergency Cards. We showcase some more small charities. Craig explains about the support and mental health training that's available for veterans worldwide for free. We talk about the NHS and how they identify you as a veteran with a simple code added to your NHS number. Also how the military are trained and the effect it has when we're trying to get mental health support in City Street. And last but not least, Donna from Scotland shares some of her story and how she is determined to make sure other veterans can find the help that they need. One of the things I want to sort of mention is, is the cards more than anything else. I mean, you saw me all do the live feed yesterday. Yeah. I was on about. Uh, good response on them so far. We had a lot of positive feedback on them. Um, no keyboard warriors so far. Plenty last week. I mean, some of the comments last week are absolute joke. You know, if you've got any pull, get hold of Johnny Mercer and get the MODs published. What, what are we going to do about it? It's in process. And, yeah. and the, the veterans' ID card's got nothing to do with us. I know. No. Other ones, what, what discounts can you get with it? Oh, I know. You need to get in touch with big retailers. Yeah. <laughs> um, what were the other ones? Um, is this a money-making scam? So I've said, I've said to the guy, I said, look, I said, the easiest thing is, I said, just click on the link. I said, it tells you all about it. I'm not clicking on any bloody link. And then another Marine jumped on the back of that. I don't need a bloody card to show what I am. <laughs> it's just mentality of some people. It's a bloody joke. I mean, Dan had the same. I posted it over in um, Dan's group over in Canada. Quite a few people interested. How can I get one and everything else? But it's like I said to Dan, mm. I, said, I can't. We've got them as, as draft for Canada and the USA already drawn up. Ready to go. But I said to Craig, we can't post them out yet. We're still not sure what the numbers are. Yeah. I mean, all I've got on the Canada USL ones are the big ones that I've found on the internet. Yeah. But like I said, I mean, I would say they're very similar to Combat Stress, really. Mm. Big, well-known organisation. But do they do as supposedly what they're supposed to do? I mean, you've had good feedback from Combat Stress, but there's also been a bloody lot of negative ones. Yeah. More negative than positive. Yeah. Same with PTSD resolution recently, you know, people have been uh, turned away. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. As we get bigger and bigger, people are going to be calling them up, but then it's a waiting list because they've got that many people on the books trying to deal with things. Well, they, they've got a call centre now. Yeah. So when you phone up, you you get answered, you know, answered by, you know, whatever it is, whether they've sent it out to India or it's just they've been there, but we've got uh, Indian that really struggled to talk um, and they t- they take the detail and then they'll say somebody will get back to back to you within two to four hours yeah, it goes to veterans gateway but yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know during like working hours wise but i know out, out of hours their calls are redirected to the veterans gateway and they pass a message on the next working day so if it's like a friday like last night so if it's a friday night them. yeah then they're not answering they're not getting a call back till monday tuesday yeah and even then, like that, Monday, then. Tuesday, because they've still got a backlog. Yeah. I mean, when I had the meeting with, um, can't remember his name, nice nice fella, uh, the founder of it, because he wanted to know more about the vet now, which is why he's on every county now. But I said to him, I said, you know, instead of your referrals going to Veterans Gateway, because, I mean, that'll be, oh, I don't know if it's shutting down, I don't know what's happening with it. I know Office of Veterans Affairs are taking it over, but they're not relaunching it till 2024. So I don't know if it's going to be shutting down while they relaunch it or whatever. Yeah, but how many veterans are you going to lose in that in the yeah. next four months? Yeah. Well, that's what and I that's said. Like that. Yeah, but Gary, that's only if it's January 2024 that opens. Yeah. What about if it's December 2024? 
Yeah, I know. Well, that's what I said to him. I said, why don't you just add something in there? So instead of going to Veterans Gateway, they go on to the vet now. I yeah. Said, got, you know, seven or eight 24-hour crisis lines on there. If one's busy, you, you all you've got to do is push the button on to the next one. It's easy enough done. Otherwise, all you've got is Veterans Gateway, and all they do, they answer the phone and they signpost you to any combat stress or somewhere else, or Samaritan. And I know, I mean, just from speaking to you, Craig, as you set the crisis line up, a lot of veterans don't want to talk to a civilian crisis line. They want to speak yeah, to a veteran that's dealt with it and been through it. Yeah, exactly. How many civilians know how to deal with a veteran? But it's, it's like Louise, who does the therapy, and even down to Rebecca. They've still been brought up around a military... Yeah, So, so they, they understand military speak and, and, and everything like that, and, and that really helps. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I do want to say, you know, civilians are massively, massively important to what we're trying to do. Yeah, with the right training. Yeah. You know, um, you know I want people to realise, you know, we're always looking for volunteers on the crisis team, whether it be a buddy... Uh, answering the, the calls or even experienced counsellors that want to go on board and start doing something, and you know. Um, we've only got a look, Craig, on the, when, when we launched Operation Code Red, the amount of people that stepped up and said, oh, yeah, we want to help, we want to help. And I think, you know, from, what, 50, 60 people that said they want to help, there was, what, two people that actually took the course? Yeah. You know, we're, we're offering, uh, family veterans uh, are offering the Level 3 mental health first aid course free of charge we're going to pay for it yeah. mm. but then uh, peter, peter runs a course uh, as well doesn't he yeah well it's yeah. west uh rebecca uh it's her husband that actually runs the course so you know he's, he's licensed to do so he's a proper accredited uh course and everything with him um and it's a level three which is normally 180 uh pound upwards everywhere else yeah. um so we're offering that free of charge um, you know, and, and I just want to say to the people that aren't working, if you're on benefits, you can volunteer up to 16 hours a week without affecting your benefits. Yeah. If you do want to help and put a few hours in a, a, a week, you can and it won't affect your money. Yeah. You know, so uh, if anybody's listening and think actually, yes, I wouldn't mind getting in, involved in, or even, you know, you've got a wife, girlfriend, son, daughter that thinks, you know, like, just send us a message. And we'll get it all all registered up, and we'll get you booked onto courses and everything else. And I said it's good. So, you know, it's, it, also, it helps with full time employment as well, though, doesn't it? It goes down as as your work experience, if that's an avenue you want to go down. Yeah, yeah, because we're, we're uh, officially registered business uh, community interest company. Um, you can actually put it down as hours of, um, like you say, uh, research on it. It can actually work with your, any degrees or courses mm. you're doing and classes experience. So, you know, there's lots to gain from it as well as helping. Uh, mm. You gain a lot from it as well. Craig, have you, look, have you looked at contacting um, the local university, looking, looking at the um, like psychology students, the social work students in year three and stuff like that? Uh, no, I mean, I did do it when I was back in Wales. So you've got Nottingham University. And Nottingham's a big university. Um, yeah, that's something, uh, it's a good point, Rebecca. That's something I'll look into over the weekend. Yeah. Um, see if I can find out who heads up their psychology department. So I've just I've just qualified with the local university, the town that I work in, and I'm now a qualified 
placement educator for student social workers. Oh, so yeah. we got paid, my, my employee got paid £700 per social worker to take them on a 70-day placement. Now that's full time, so they can go out and they can do direct one-to-one -one work with people, with service you. Well, social services now call clients or service users, they now call them people with lived experience. <laughs> so they can go out and do direct work with people with lived experience. So that can be in the community and all that sort of stuff. But you get paid £700 per student you take on a 70-day placement. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, it'd be even good for, for any social workers out there, especially wanting to go into uh, adult services. Yeah. Uh, this will be a valuable experience for me. Give, give them a lot of insight. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not just people think it's just uh, young guys that are just leaving the forces that are suffering. Mm -hmm. It's not. We've got people in the 60s and 70s that yeah. are now reaching out. They've suffered all the life, you know, and are only now reaching out. So so there's a lot abroad. And it's not just men. We get a lot of women. Yeah. Um, you know, so, you know, there's, there's a lot of experience to be gained for anybody that wants to go into uh, adult services, mental health services, anything like that. Yeah. Come along. And from personal experience, the N NHS mental health Teams are lacking experience in military personnel. Connor said that last week, didn't she, on the meeting? You know, I mean, she's, um, she's a mental health nurse working for Op Courage. She says the nurses that are working there haven't a clue what to do with half the veterans. Well, we've we've actually had a referral before from uh, Asset Law Mental Health Services. Yeah, on earth. Because they didn't know how to deal with the veterans. Um, I, I've had, actually had the personal experience where. Uh, I met a psychiatrist who I actually told to go back to school uh, because she said uh, that these people can't be suffering PTSD because PTSD comes out within six months of a trauma. Wow. So if the trauma is five years ago, you can't have PTSD. Oh. So I told her to go back to school. Politely. Politely. And she actually put in uh, a thing to be moved from that. That's the law. So she left two days later. Um. <laughs> So uh, a couple of years ago, the um, Sports Business Club got in touch with him, that, that psychologist on board of them on the team. And he said, you know, he'd been dealing with his veteran for a couple of weeks and didn't realise he was a veteran. But then he couldn't get past a certain point and he found out he was a veteran. He didn't know what to do because he didn't know how to help him. The thing is, you know, one of the things I, I always say to any of the uh, people coming on, especially civilians that are coming on board to help, is, you know, you're talking to some of these military guys that have done... 15 years upwards, maybe 12 years, 10 years upwards, they are used to being told what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. Yeah. You know, so they do respond a little bit more with that, that direct, more direct. Yeah. Where you're saying, this is what you have to do, that's what you have to do. And they go, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll try that. It's because it's thinking on their own where they start to struggle. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they haven't got the benefit of the military behind them saying, right, uh, you've got bills, we'll take out your wages before you get yeah. things like that. They haven't got that. And all of a sudden, life just hits and they struggle. Well, that's what Paul was working on, wasn't it? But, but that meeting when Paul came on, yeah, you know, he said, you know, it takes six months to train a soldier up to act, fight like a soldier. But then when it comes to end of career time, that's it, you're out. There's no descaling. And that's what he's trying to get sort of put into place. That transition. Like, yeah, like a six month yeah. transition. Yeah, that thought process can never be changed. Yeah. But once we've been taught to think 
in a military way, whether you've only served three years or 22, doesn't matter. It's programming. You're training and you're taught a different thought process and that cannot be reversed, you know, and people forget that, that especially those from infantry regiments and special forces and things like that, who are literally trained to kill people. Now, that's a training you'll never forget. Yeah. How many veterans do you know, even older veterans, that when they go to a pub, uh, a restaurant, they always face the door? I've still as well. <laughs> don't sit Don't sit by the windows. Have your back to the, have your back to the wall. That's yeah. it. You see, a lot of veterans still do it because that was a thought process. So they yeah. speak instantly, you know. Um, so that's one of the main differences I'm coming across with... Uh, just because people listening, uh, I actually head up the crisis, um, is is that's the biggest difference. The NHS services can't get into their head the, the thought processes that veterans go through, and that's why mm. they with them. That's why they tend to have the six sessions and then they leave because the veteran isn't getting the help he needs. Mental health services don't know how to give them the help that they need. So, um, so really, we could do with getting somebody within the NHS is saying, look, you know, we will come out and give your guys a tour and we will tell you how you can better deal. Hopefully Donna Louise will get a pull through on that. We could catch up with her later. She said last week as well, she had some meetings planned this week with the top table at the NHS on Curry side of things that were mm -hmm. interested in this. Uh, hopefully, because I mean, if you look on the Op Curry, they've got five or six regions, I think it is on their poster with a phone number on that. Now, I mean, I said to Johnny Mercer ages ago when I sent him that initial email when he came up with Opcom, I said, all you've got to do, because you'll have different centres, even though they're set up as regions, each county is going to have, or what I thought, each county is going to have their own mini op courage team. So if they've got a phone... Well, to be responsive and, and to be reactive and responsive. Yeah. I know and effective. Meet, meet you on it at the vet net with a number on it in the county and it's done. Yeah. Otherwise, you, you're pressing, or you've got to try and find the poster first, or go onto Google, find the op courage number for your own region, which contains some of them have got four, five, six counties in each region. You, you find that with PTSD resolution as well. No, no, they've got 200 counties. The, the guy that comes out, and that, that might be doing Nottinghamshire, Yorkshire, Lincolnshire, everything. You might only have two uh, team workers that work in that entire area. Well, that's what that um, woman said to me when. when I first came up with a card, I think it was on Monday, I think it was, when I put a post up. And she got back in touch. Can I send you a message? I said, yeah, no problems. And she works, I think it was Lincoln, I think. I'm not sure. So don't quote me on that. But it's like she said, she's in charge of the whole hospital area for any veteran. And there's nothing like the card that's there. Because she wanted to know if we could do a deal that the hospital would buy X amount of cards on a, like a bulk issue. I said, well, I can download the poster. I said, I'll send you the link. You can download the poster, print them off and post them if you want. It would be a cheaper option, you know, getting the cards. But what did surprise me last night as well, I mean, I told Craig about this earlier. Some woman got in touch with me last night. Um, she's an ex-pad brat, ex-wife of veterans. She's up in the north of Scotland somewhere. Dealing with a dad's best mate in Catterick to Donna. Yeah. Um, I mean, the scary thing is, for me is I keep seeing all these posters that the police are going to stop responding to mental health calls. Yeah, I've seen that. Which, all right, they're not the best equipped people, but my concern is that just the normal paramedics going out, who, do, who don't get me wrong, do an amazing job, but there are so many ex, well, there's so many veterans who've then joined the police force. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So 
you know, we need to be getting these veterans champions in the hospitals. We need to be getting them trained up. We need to be going out and doing the talks with the teams to paramedics. Because, yeah. Sorry? How do we reach out? How do we implement this? Start, all of us starting with our local hospital. Yeah. That's, 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 that's all we can do. Like local you know, horses, local hospitals. Yeah, every hospital will have a veterans champion. Get in contact with them. Have a, you know, invite them on here and ask them, what are you doing to train your frontline, your frontline teams that are out there, the paramedics? What training are you giving them when they encounter a veteran yeah. who might be resistant, who might not trust you, who might have those triggers? Because mental, you know, when you've got all your mental health issues, your schizophrenia, they're trained on how to deal with those mental health issues. They're not all trained how to deal with PTSD. Mm-hmm. Not compact, you know, not combat PC, they're not. And especially with this, the latest announcement by the police as well, they're stopping all mental health teams going out. Yeah, that's what that's what I was just saying, Gary. That's my concern. Yeah. But you've got you've got so many veterans that have joined the police force since leaving. Yeah. You know, they they're better equipped than the than the paramedics. Well, I think that's where these cards are gonna come in bloody handy, to be honest. Yeah. Because as long as they know about it, you know, well, do you think right. if every police officer uh, and every paramedic was carrying that card, yeah, they've turned up to a veteran, okay, maybe may attempted suicide, let's say, taken tablets. So the paramedics go out and they make sure that he's okay. They're monitoring. They'll stay with him for an hour, hour and a half and monitor him. But if they then have got that card and say, well, hang on, you know, we can get you this help. You know, how how do they find that card? How do they find that card? Because when a veteran's in that kind of situation, they're not going to pull out that card. Honey. No, how do they find the card? No, I said if the paramedic Sorry? I said if the paramedic had that card, if every paramedic and every police officer carried that card, then they could provide the help. The government's not going to pay for this. You know it. Of course they are. You're right. You're I, right. It would be perfect. They might not have to buy the card, but as long as they're aware of them, then why why don't we all start da- get downloading printing those posters off to start with then and going out and give them and take them to our local ambulance stations and just saying look download this app if you're out on a shout and you've got a veteran this is really going to help yeah right. well yeah yeah, yeah. In, like, your, your local gp uh, yeah as well um yeah you know, fire station. Or the hospitals. Even, even in your police station. Are we allowed to just put the posters up in hospitals or do we need to ask for... Uh, you need to ask permission first. Permission. If, you, if you had to go, go to the hospital or phone the hospital switchboard and say, can you put me through to your veteran champion? Right. Every hospital's got a veterans champion. You can just say, look, this is what <laughs> this is who we are, this is what we do. Right. Can we get yeah. these posters up? Got you. That, that was the whole idea between the Operation Code Red that we set up. Yeah. Because... When a paramedic goes out, like you just said, Craig, the paramedic will turn up and they'll sit with you for one, one hour plus to make sure you're all right. Now, if an emergency call comes in, the paramedics have to shoot off and leave you, basically, did not they? Yeah. And that was the whole idea. This Operation Code Red with all the buddies and everything to bring me on another bit in a meeting about the groups. But if, like you said, if you've got all these buddy teams set up up and down the country, all, all it needs is, right, get in touch. Right, we'll, we'll go around and sit with you for a couple of hours. And if they're more yeah. or less trained up with the free training that you offer, it's going to take a hell of a lot of pressure off the end. There's loads of veterans that are willing to do it. Of course, of course. Gary, I know it's I know it's speaking big, right? But it is, yeah. No, what I mean is when I'm, what I'm about to say. Not oh, sorry. Shitty, not, that's all right. Not this shitty Sun newspaper, but 
someone like the Sun newspaper, they did, they did, I don't know how many spreads on, on Gary Weaving. So can you not contact a big newspaper and say, this is it, you know, F for V, this is what we're doing. This is what we're trying to roll out. Well, that, that's the old point I've been trying to get across because I've only got so many contacts. Yeah. I don't know who to go to. You need someone else to, so to you need get there. Somebody else that's like yourself, Donald, said, like the other meeting, you've got these high-ranking executives. Yeah. It's yeah. Well, right. So they're bound to have a contact that's maybe still serving that might know about it. <coughs> yeah. That's all it is. It's just word of mouth, getting the word out there, making people aware of it all. Well, well, do you know what? Do you know what I'm going to say to you all? I've got a huge story to give to the paper, right? And I, I, I've waited and waited. It's all against the the NHS. It's against the system since I came out. And every proof I have, obviously. So I have always said, I'm going to go to the paper with this. It's ridiculous, but I just want to show again how veterans have been treated. Okay? So... If this is the case, what I'm thinking is they love, don't they? They all love a story. But how I would need to speak to some of you of how to, in thinking my story, and then twist it into what you've got, what we've got going, which would have helped me had I have known of all of this in the very beginning. This has gone off 20 years, this, this, this problem. So this is a big story for them. And the NHS has failed big time um and the government has failed big time with benefit you know not benefits but trying to get like disability allowance and all the rest of it so it's huge uh story from you know it'd be huge for the papers and i do believe if i put this across and showed them exactly what has happened loads of papers would be onto it now what i'm saying to you is how can i do that and then mix in this with it to advertise it rather than Oh, me, 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 me. Why don't I just kind of show half of what's happened to me and then say, if I'd known of this, what do you think? Yeah, that's something we can definitely yeah. work on together. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We can basically but, that but I'm not very good with this because I, I, I say too much. So you'd need to give me <laughs> advice on direction. the exact same direction, Donna. Yes, that's it, love. Thank you, thank you. Please give me direction. Scottish woman, redhead. But if you give me direction, exactly, I'll give you all my story. Yeah. And then if we put in a proper script, yeah, so I know what I'm going to be saying and how to involve this. That's mm -hmm. something we can work on on Teams as well, because I sent you an invite to join the Teams earlier. Do you want to do Sorry, love, I've not even... Oh, my God, that's I've not even checked. that later. That yeah. Have you heard of Colonel Mayers? What, the um, knee and hip guy? Yeah. Yeah. Get in touch with him. Yeah. Well, that basically brings me on to this story, that phone call he had yesterday from the woman mm -hmm. at Dumfries Ways, I think it was. Dumfries, yeah. Her father, sorry, her father's best mate lives in Catterick. He can't get yeah. out of the house because he needs a hip replacement. He's had two cancelled appointments, one when COVID hit. Which mm -hmm. got cancelled. He had another one beginning of this year, got cancelled again. She's gone through all the normal channels, RBL, SAFA, but he, God knows who else. She's tried every single channel and she can't get anywhere with her. So he can't leave the house. And that's what I said to us. I said, I'll give you the link for this um, me group that Craig and uh, another guy set up. They've all gone through the process. They know exactly how the process works, everything else. They'll be out well. But it also means. Him going from Catterick to North Wales. North Wales, the, the clinic, Craig? Oswestry. Yeah. 
So it needs the veteran. He can't drive. He can't leave the house. He's reliant on all his elderly neighbours to go around taking food parcels and God knows what else. Oh and no support whatsoever in Catering. And it's a military bloody garrison. And there's no support. Is, is he on the camp? He lives in Catterick. He's not on the camp. He's, I mean, he's, he'll be in his 70s, I right. would have thought. Oh, right, right, right. right, right got it, because he needs a hip replacement. He can't walk. But there's no support around the area. And that ties in with the Code Red that we launched as well, because even though there's no support in that area that we know of, because we don't live there, we don't obviously know what's in that area, but how many veterans <laughs> in the Catterick area? Yeah. I mean, millions. I would say, I, I, to be fair, I'd say millions, of uh, at least 100,000. And what about his own regimental association? She's gone through every single channel. And all they do is, oh, like she called Arby up, oh, no, try Safa, they'll help. Safa, oh, no, yeah. we can't help. You need to try help for heroes. Now, help for heroes, <laughs> don't deal with veterans. That yeah. three, what, 2010, I think it is, isn't it? No, Gary, this is what I'm telling you. This is what I'm telling you all. Um, I'm perfectly Sam. I know this man is an old man. This is terrible what's happening. But this is exactly what I'm trying to get to the newspaper that, I tried, 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 tried since I left the army with, uh, pen, what do you call it, pensioners. Um, it, it was a disablement pension, but it was called something. Yeah. Yes, war. Yes, war. Which is disgusting because I wasn't actually injured at war. I was injured jumping out of a helicopter that was going down. So, and that wasn't at war. So anyway. This went on for years and years and years and years and years. And I'm telling you, if you see the story, you'll think, perfect. Let's get this in. Let's get the newspaper. The newspaper will love this. And let's get everything, though. I want want you all to kind of do the, 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 the uh, admin of it so that I know what I'm saying in the beginning, but it's not about that, if you know what I mean, is to show everything that we are doing, you're doing, everybody's doing and if we could do this if the nhs did this if somebody did this this yeah. kind of stupid thing wouldn't happen that man wouldn't be sitting there you know he wouldn't be sitting there it's not, it's not just the nhs donna I, i'm i just get to the point where i get so emotional and so fucking angry don't get me wrong right i'm all for right it's not racist to impose a limitation on immigration okay yeah yeah but we're housing 200 illegal fucking immigrants in a former <laughs> RAF camp that could have been used as a veterans fucking village. You know, if it wasn't for the veterans in this country... Yeah, we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't Those be immigrants. here. Those immigrants and wouldn't even be able to fucking come here. Be coming right? over. So we need to be looking after our veterans before anybody else. Yeah, That's where we're yeah, going right. wrong. Not just the NHS. This, this is down to the government. It's down to the fucking government. I'm sorry that that they're putting in now this op fortitude. Oh, how many years? How many years after they we've been banging banging how many immigrants in every fucking day rather than shipping them back, turning them turning them away in the channel? Mm -hmm. Well, again, this is like a total gestion, this op fortitude, because they know that people are going to start losing their fucking rag soon. <laughs> yes, she's so right. A little too late. She's perfectly correct. Again, it, it, makes, it makes me angry. And then they wonder why they wonder why recruitment is an all-time low. Why the fuck would you want to fight for your country course, that clearly couldn't give a shit about you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Again, op fortitude, Rebecca. How many posts have you seen over the last two weeks on certain groups posting on social media? We've just had a referral from Op Fortitude and we're happy to help we can house a veteran. Yeah. I thought Op Fortitude with that, what's that, eight and a half million they got awarded? 
was to house all the veterans, not pass the buck to the smaller charities yeah. that they can't deal with. And then, mm. hang on, I also saw. Did you did any of you see that um, there was a veteran who was working with a charity? This was on another group the other day. I should have taken a photo of this. I didn't. And he has been. Uh, he realised they were using the money not for the veterans this charity and he has gone all out showing them what they are and he they, they he's been blocked from everything blah 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 i don't know do you know this story i've not heard of that Which this charity? i'm not sure look i'm so sorry i just saw it this morning or the other day and there was too much going on around me and i thought right get back to that get that you know like snap this i didn't take a photo of it i just thought maybe you would have known about this because it was quite big, and the guy is saying that he's taking them all the way now because um they're they've been lying about their finances. That have you found might it? Be what I was on about earlier, Rebecca, about the um relaunch of Walter Mitty's. Yeah, yeah. That veteran that's accusing the charity. I won't name them, but yeah, accusing them. Whether it's something to do with that or not, I don't know. Uh, uh, maybe because it was huge on, on other veteran. Uh, sites that I was looking at um, and I did it was just because of whatever was happening at home I left the phone and I forgot I'm sorry but yeah a lot of that as well though Donna it's still bitchiness going on with a hell of a lot of it yeah uh, whether it's a, a charity that's doing good and a smaller charity or a veteran might have tried doing something within that charity got kicked out or left or whatever and all of a sudden, yeah. start a campaign against you. Don't them. really know. Yeah, of course, of course, of course, of course. No, just straight of... away and straight away for the veteran. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, no, no. They're lying. There's a lot of veterans know about. Them. There's a hell of a lot of veterans that don't know about. Them. But what we found as well, um, because it's not their idea, they refuse to it use. Them. Of course, because they had something similar going on. Yep, 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 yep. But like, like we put at the bottom of all our emails, Pete even uses it on his MOD emails. It's amazing what you can achieve when you don't care who takes the credit. <laughs> you know, it's um shouldn't matter who gets the old pat on the back, well done. But how many of us, even veterans, as you know, as you know, Donna, you know very well, even as veterans, because I worked with a hell of a horrible bunch of people, um, that if it's not them that looks like they've done the job, then... Mm -hmm. Well, they're yeah. not doing it for the right reasons, Donna. You know that. I know yeah. that. But as you said, it's not like you, you just reminded me that I worked with a hell of a lot of people. I mean, I was in Royal Signals and worked with the Intelligence Corps and diversed into both of them and worked with the SES. But do you know what? See if it wasn't you that was doing it. Uh, don't get me wrong. I'm talking about 10% of the people, but they were there. They were there. Mm -hmm. If it wasn't you that just did that, then... Now that's what you mean, uh, Families for Veterans and SOS were really, really closely together. Um, yeah. we, you know, as Families for Veterans, our Christ team, we, we've done... But you've got the best team here, that's what I'm trying to say. Veterans. You've got the best team, you've got people here that want to do it for nothing. Yeah, but no, we get to, no stage, get to the stage where we've done everything we can and they need that extra help and that's where SOS come in and then they take over, you know, and, and nobody claims the glory. Right. So, all, all that happens is the veteran gets that. But there's not enough of us. There's only one of us. And I've looked at all of these other ones that I joined. And I'm not mentioning any names, but 
It is all about, look what we did, look what we did, look at this person now, look at this person now, and you know it, that's why you've set this place up. And that's why I would love one of you to be the one who's perfect with words, to kind of state my position the next way and what we've done compared to the rest for the newspaper. Well, after this meeting, give me, uh, contact me. Donna, um, oh, there's millions of stuff. I'm, I'm so sorry you'll get millions of stuff because there's so much um, 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 evidence and, and, and all this. And I'm sorry, I'll send it all as I can and we'll sort it all out. And you can get someone who's clever with media, with PR. I'll send you another invite to the team and we'll work on the team. Okay, okay. And Donna, please have a look, honey, because you'll see what I mean. You'll see what I mean when you're looking at it all. Um, how the spine changed and it just went and it just collapsed and this, that, and the next thing. But if I had anybody to turn to at the time, I would have turned to them. But I tried suffer, I tried to different places. I'll tell you all on the on on everything. And they were just like, well, you know, you you got this, oh God, what what did you call it? A war pension. And it did say on it, to the NHS, it said to the NHS, she must have certain injections into her spine and eventually she will need an operation on the spine. And to be fair to anybody, I continued to keep myself fit for 20 years, well, 2008, I continued to keep myself fit for 15 years and kept the, the muscle, you know, beside the spine strong. But I kept going for pain because it was killing me. It was killing me. It was absolutely destroying me. Um, and I'm on the highest disgusting pills, which is pregabalin, which you shouldn't go on, as you probably all know. Pregabalin, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, morphine and, oh, honey, it's, I'm on uh, deluxine. It's disgusting. I can't get off it because nobody is really... <clears throat> anyway, I'll give you the full story. I mean, I can't take up tonight about this. But I'll give you the full story of this, whereas nobody helped me in the NHS. What I was told in the NHS was, unfortunately, you've got curves in your spine, and what will happen is you'll have to change your idea of working wherever you work, and then eventually you just have to sign on the DLA, and you'll be in a wheelchair for the rest of your life. That that guy told me that whilst I looked at my spine on a computer screen and he was the physio because everybody goes to physios now for backs. But Donna, as you know, as I'm sure you are, as Gary, everybody that's on this, no effing chance. Mm. I need help. I'm not doing this. And they wouldn't touch my spine because it was becoming... I had a anyway, I had a stomach operation um, and obviously I couldn't use my stomach muscles for two months. And then the spine went, hang on, I can't do this. <laughs> the spine went into an S and also turned around. So, um, did you get yeah. any joy with um, Ewan, did you? Sorry? Did you get any joy getting in touch with Ewan? No, not yet. Love. No, no. But what I'm trying to tell you is that is a great story for the papers. So we can get... Paper, that's the problem. But it's not so much getting the right paper, it's getting the right reporter that'd be interested in it. Well, I've got I've got an interview next week with a paper local here, so I'll mention FB. You know, we work with FB UK. This, yeah. you know, F or F or V, not FB UK. Um, F for it's been a long week. <laughs> F for V, um, and about the cards and all of that. So 
But what I'm saying, Donna, is do you not think Rebecca. because I have I have got in touch with a few and they're really oof, yeah, we need this story because it's disgusting against, you know, people that the that, that were showing it that it's against because there was nothing like us at the time, is what I'm mm. trying to say. Yeah. Do, no, not, do you not think that would work? Yeah, definitely. Because I had to go to Turkey, by the way, to get my full spinal fusion, the wow. neck to bum. Yeah, I'm a little bionic woman now. But what I'm trying to say is, could we not use this in our... Yeah? Yeah? yeah. yeah. So I'm saying, how, how are you coping now? How's your life now? And that's obviously so well. I'm now involved with making sure this doesn't happen to other people. Absolutely. And that leads into it. Absolutely, love. Yeah, please. Yeah, 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 yeah. So one of you will have to... I, I used to be quite intelligent, but obviously with all my um, crazy drugs, the head doesn't work so perfectly now. <laughs> and my mouth. That's why they changed it. They they reclassified pregabalin last year to a class A. Yeah, yeah. They started me on this. Uh, my God, honey, I've been on this for about 15 years now. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And I remember once in Turkey... Uh, sorry? It's a good job Donny didn't join last year. Right. <laughs> yeah. involved again. Right? The Black Widow would have been on you, our resident pharmacist. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, I know. I know that I hate, I hate the drug. I hate the drug. I tried to come off it myself at one point, and I was like, uh, say the word. No, I can't say the word. I was like someone who was coming off drugs that they were taking for highs, if you understand what I mean. Oh, really? I was shaking and crying, and everything was so raw. I couldn't, I was going to jump out an 11 stone building because the cats down below needed fads and I've had them and I could hear them screaming at me and I was actually just going to jump out the building, 11, uh, 11 floor, sorry, um, so that they knew I was dead so they wouldn't keep screaming at me. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So believe me, this is a story to be told and I believe this will get us the hopefully hopefully credibility that yeah we need for others i don't want anybody going through this rubbish you know i was just like a, every other veteran keep going keep going keep going no 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 if they can't help me i'll just help myself help myself i'll keep going i'll keep fit i'll do this we all did it we've all done it but when you're in such a horrible situation because they Medically discharged me for um, a degener degenerative spine. And we all know that means scoliosis because mm. your your spine yeah. has been crushed with the stuff. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, loads of women, I did realise years ago, they got millions when they, when they smashed the army with this, but I didn't bother. So, and I'm not bothering. I just couldn't believe that no matter what I did for myself, the actual government and the people here smashed me for that rather than just saying, ah, I'll just go on DLA, I'll just take the... Do you know what I mean? I'm trying to... Yeah. It, it would be a good story. It would be a good story. Because yeah. there's proof proof from start to finish. So. thing is, you're not alone. Now, I know. We've all gone through the same story. Yeah. Like I said, didn't know where to go. Felt no. Nope. Uh, yeah, that's right. right. Also, that Colonel Mayers would be a good one to get in with Gary because yeah. he's the one for the veterans. Do you know what I mean? But I talked to Craig earlier because he used to be a member of that. The, the, Gary, there was a guy, I don't know if you know, there was a colonel who left the army and he started his own. Um, yeah, Colonel Mayers. Is this the one where he started his own 
Uh, surgery business and he started yeah go yeah people who had scoliosis he started fixing it for them well, well, I'm in medical hospital not with... yeah someone told me about that when I was out in Turkey after I after I started uh, called a veterans knee help page I'm just getting the link now Craig yeah and it was with a really good friend of mine that passed away oh my god oh sorry um, but Colonel Mayer was originally in that group. I think he's now left. But Rebecca is in that group, and she is Colonel Mayer, Mayer's personal secretary. Oh, wow. Um, right. Um, you know, you can post any questions in that group, and there's a lot of experts in there that will answer the question straight away. But for anybody listening, it's not as complicated as you think. All you need to do is go to your local GP and ask them, for a referral to Colonel Mayer at the Royal Army Medical Hospital in Oswestry. And your doctor will send a referral there. And Rebecca Colonel? will be in touch with you within days. Now. Can you repeat that, of Colonel? Just put the link to the group in the chat, Donna. Okay. Right, so literally okay. you click on the link and it will take you into the group and just ask to join. Okay, I'm just a writer, I know. Okay. And that's the Hospital in so he did he did my dad's knee operations and my dad's hip operation oh and um, he said it was brilliant he said the night before he traveled from liverpool traveled down there's little cottages that you stay in the night before your family can stay in them to be near you while you're in it, it's this the service is absolutely he said it's just like staying in a hotel they are i mean the the hospital itself inside you would oh. not think it was a hospital. You'd have thought you'd walk into a foyer of a posh yeah. uh, hotel. The services are second to none. It's a very, very personal service as well. Um, Rebecca and Colonel Meyer will be with you the entire journey. Uh, it's an orthopedic hospital, point that out, but it does specialise in knee and hip. Uh, but there are other surgeons, obviously, uh, in the hospital for other... Oh my god, I'd love him to look at my back after I went to Turkey. Oh my god, this is I'd see if I knew if, if people don't know and we can't get it to them this without chatting out to all these groups as well. Like yes, thousands yes. upon thousands of military support groups, whether they're yep. charities, CICs, Facebook groups, whatever. Yeah. Yep. Veterans don't know about you. How are you supposed to find them? I've been asking groups to come on here, you know, let, mm -hmm. let the veterans know what you do, how you can help them, where you are, but so far it's fallen on deaf ears. Yeah, well, well, it's going back to, if you remember, this 13JY, which yeah. every veteran used to put on the, the medical record to show they're a veteran. But what people weren't told is a lot of the GPs were upgrading their systems to what's, what's called a SNOMED CT system. Mm -hmm. And that mm -hmm. system doesn't accept letters. So um, I, I, I actually, I, you're right. I actually went around the country upgrading the systems, their software. Yep. Well, I actually emailed uh, <laughs> the Snowmed company, and they generated uh, a nine-digit number for uh, veterans to add to the military records. Oh my God. Um, Just you know, uh, it is if if you go on our website and and. You can actually put it in the search bar and look for Veterans Code. It, it will come up there. It's a nine-digit code. No medicine. need to confirm that your doctor, what system they're using. Are they using the old system, which will accept letters, or are they on yeah. a no-med system, which accepts numbers? 
Yeah. Just show you how it is. There you go. It's under legal services. NHGP code. Oh, my God. All the info, mate. There you go. It's my man. See it. And there. Gary, can you go back up a little? Can you go back up a second? Yeah. You see, look, there's the uh, nine-digit number. Got it. So you've got a concept ID and a description ID. Got it. So how long How long does this go back? I mean, is this since you've... This was about two, three years ago. Oh, but okay, but what if you were in the army like 95 years ago? I don't know, 95 years ago. But... Saying, we used to have 13JY, which you would put on your military, on your, uh, give to your GP, and they, that would put you as a veteran. I have nothing um, like that. You didn't know about that. Um, no. You have to let your GP know that you are a veteran. I mean, See, I, I just need people to understand, putting that <laughs> number on your medical record won't get you first-class service and push ahead of all the queues. Mm -mm. Um, because the it's actually designed for people who have suffered injury through service. Yep. Then, then you get priority treatment. Yeah. Right. So I left. I was medically discharged, for example, in 2000, I think 2000, 2000, and I was left with this letter to give to my GP, which showed that I, it was, Gary, what did you say again? Uh, war pension, war no. pension, and that obviously I was in, in, in receipt of a war pension, whatever. You got a medical discharge, didn't you? Yeah, you yeah, but... Well, well, that, that code would give you priority treatment. But there was no code. I just took this letter to my GP and she went, well, there's really nothing we could do with this because you're not going to get uh, spinal injections. You're not going to get a spinal uh, operation. And I just lived my life after that. Yeah, I, I, I just continue to live my life after that, lads, with... Okay, have to take care of myself. Well, there's been a lot of change over the last couple of years. There's of course, more and more yeah. GP surgery are actually putting around up and saying, "Yeah, we're or veteran friendly." And I know Veterans Gateway have got this map on there with all the friendly P surgery or veteran friendly P surgeries on that map. Why should we have veteran friendly GP? Yeah, and I, I, my local GP is uh, I I got a letter from them saying we're proud to. Uh, serve veterans and with a veteran practice and because of veteran and I've had some health issues I literally get a call from a doctor every two weeks really uh, phones up to check on me every two weeks I mean there are some bloody good surgeries out there I mean I don't know if ours, ours is veteran or not but they're a bloody good surgery especially like for the missus they call her up and do checks on her and everything oh my god I want to cry there's a guy on my Facebook. He's an ex-army officer, and it's his job. He goes round and he and he trains um, doctors' surgeries to be veterans' champions. I can I can see his face, but I can't with bloody name. Not, I'll have to. Have... Not Ian, is it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, for the benefit of anybody watching this back at a later time as well. Yeah. Um, oh, I forgot what I was going to say now. Well, yeah, you know, if if you're in receipt of benefits for disability you're not at work or whatever every county council with the universal credit has got it's got its own veterans champion bring you on that other point craig and i've got them um, we're doing the updates in the vet net now i've actually added a thing in there for the veterans champion yeah finding the bloody twats yeah also remember gary i told you about my veterans charity uh, the champion yeah I'm, I got in touch with him. He's in Kilmarnock, Kilmarnock, which is not far from me, uh, 15 miles. And he 
effed me off, to be fair. Yeah, just deal with... There, that either. there are some good ones. I mean, like the local one I got in touch with the other week, the like, elderly veteran, Jeff Williams put on an ex-Marine, living on his own in an over 55 building. He's literally two streets away from me, which was the um, other purpose of having his vet now. I mean, I've done it before. I mean, when I lived down in Milton Keynes, when I was down there for three, four years, I think it was. And it wasn't until I started setting the vet net up I found out there was another veteran lived just round the corner who had a network in Milton Keynes set up for veterans. And it's don't even like I said, by networking, using the vet net, you, you find out where these are. Other people are, yeah, of course, of course, of course. Brings me up to the group side of things on the vet net. Like I said, you, there might not be organisation, like I said, in Catterick, but if there's hundreds of veterans living in that area, all you have to do is join the, the group on, on the vet net. If something comes up, you know, you might even Support find out there's a living next door to you that you even know because mm. you're not on the same social media as him. I mean, like I said, I'm I'm RCT or XRCT. He might be a medic or so. Yeah. I'm not going to join a medic's Facebook group yeah. when I'm RCT, yeah. but he might be living next door to me. Yeah. And that's how it sort of evolved. So it's, it's just about networking, getting the word out there, people understanding what it is, what it's about, how it helps. Well, before you all do my, I'll send you all my paraphernalia. <laughs> but before you all do that, I'm going out this week. Uh, I get paid on Monday, so I'm going out this week to all the hospitals and all the surgeries to see what's going on for veterans. And then each one, I'm just going to pinpoint, say what is what they have, what they don't have, etc. And then I'll give that again to you. And I'll just go up the country a bit, yeah. you know. As far as I can. Get that ordered, and hopefully it'll be with you this week, coming. You can take that with you. Okay, love. Okay. Just the case that you show them. I mean, I did the video last night, the live feed on it. I, yeah. On yeah. Now. It's a simple thing. If they know about it, and like I said, the same QR codes on the poster. Well, just... Go back a minute. Uh, my medical... They just look at you, though. They look at you like, oh, for God's sake, what do you want? When I go to the doctors on the screen, when they get my details in, in bold letters at the top, it says veteran. Right. So uh, GPs are starting to take it seriously. And, okay. Uh, and, and especially uh, veterans with mental health, they get priority referral straight through to mental right, health. I'll start out with my own GP, because I know there's nothing there. There's yeah. nothing there, because I know this because of my brother. He tried to get help, and he even told them he was going to take his own life, and they just said, oh, do this, do this. You know, just stupid yeah. stuff, stupid well, stuff. It's on the 13JY on the old, or the, right. the 9-digit. But a lot of times, uh, because all doctor surgeries are signed up to Military Covenant, um, they're, they're, most of them are going veteran-friendly. Okay. Yeah? You just le literally need to go to the reception and say, can you add to my record that I am a veteran? Okay. Kids, Greg, as well, they might be veteran-friendly, but who are they signposts? Who are they getting in touch with? Apart yeah, sorry, mental health services that they, they put you through to uh, your local mental health services, uh, local hospital or... Current, basically. Yeah, uh, and then you, you'll have a, an appointment with a psychiatrist. Uh, then you'll probably have a meeting with the head psychologist who will allocate you a psychologist. You'll be... Uh, allocated a CPN. If this is working like your place is, yes, yes. Yeah, you also get a you know. number 
for the crisis services. Here, no. This is why too many people give up in Scotland. You know, you, you think, oh, for God's sake, look at all these homeless people in Scotland. More, no, I, I, sorry, sorry, I need to tap out because I've got to go and pick Sophie up from her friends. Okay. And so I need to say... I'll catch you all later because I've got to go and pick her up. All right, bye. Bye-bye. Um, now, here, uh, my brother did go to his own GP and was told to speak to his own GP's uh, health uh, advisor. And like I said to you, she told him... <laughs> go and join these groups with um people who are coming off drugs proper proper drug users you know like um, people you don't want to get involved with Corey please get me can I just tell you something please yep if um, I say that to you again just say mm -hmm. no that this GP praxis is signed up to the military covenant remind so, that all GP surgeries are signed to the military covenant Covenant. Okay. See, I don't know all of this. Yeah, I mean, I'm really learning too, too much here because even I, my own position, you know, it, it was ridiculous. But he's got PTSD, big time. He's got anger management. He's addicted to so much. It, it, it's crazy just to get easy his day through. But well, if, carry if on, he, if, he, if he's willing to um, work with, I will get our therapist to contact him. Will you really? Of course. Oh, my God. That would be absolutely fantastic because he has a best friend, a brother. He calls him his brother from the army who lives down south. And they have an amazing setup down there. And he says he wants him down there for a few weeks so he can get him sorted. But he won't go. He won't leave because my mother's really old. And, you know, he's scared that she dies and all the rest of it. So is, not, would not you do that? that? It's not just that as well, Donna. If he's leaving his local area... To go down south, yeah, treatment, whatever it is, what happens after that? How's the ongoing yeah. support going to happen? It's true, true. This is true, it's love, because there's nothing up here. It's getting the local support in your own county, yes, yes. Stepping up going, yeah, we'll take charge of this county, we'll take charge of that county. Any support needed, return yeah. to us. There's no point in a group down south saying, Oh, we've, we've gone up the bloody Dumfries or whatever, pick the veteran yeah. up, take yeah. all the way down bloody south again, yeah. help them, and then drop them back up again. What's the follow up care doing? Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. The whole idea of the buddy teams and bloody Operation Code Red and everything is to get everything set up here, yeah, and and wet, uh, and all over, yeah. But there's nothing here, but I'm, 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 I can assure you, you'll be shocked when I do next week and I travel into all these uh, doctor surgeries because I know what they are because I used to go and uh, do their uh, software. I will go into them all. I will ask these questions. I will see what they've all got set up and the hostels and you'll see it's terrible. It's terrible up in Scotland. That's why they're all nobody. Everybody gives up in Scotland. And, you know, they always say, oh, they're all alcoholics up in Scotland. This is why. Yeah. Nobody helps. Nobody, you know, but it is, I don't know why, but there's nothing up here, love. Sometimes that's the beauty with uh, an online uh, therapy uh, and some of, I mean, because our therapist can treat, well, she actually uh, treated people in the US. Uh, no, we, I like this idea. We, we treat over the phone, uh, via Zoom, um, and, you know, whatever they're comfortable with. But as soon as coming on with us, they would be allocated a buddy. Yeah. And that buddy yeah. would befriend them, uh, 
contact them once or twice a week, see how they are. Have they got any other issues they want to address? Blah, blah, blah. See, he would be better with this, I do believe, than actually being in a group. He's not a group type person, if you know what I mean. I'm not going to these shitty people. They're all junkies. They're all druggies. They're all, you know, I, I, I'm bored. We're recording. I don't mean it like this. This is how Scottish people think. Because up here, up here, and um, there's too many people who have taken drugs all their life rather than being a veteran. They've just taking drugs all their lives so what they do up here is they put them all together they put veterans together with these people and veterans are not prepared to be with these people because it's not okay to be with someone who has uh, in their head done nothing all their life whereas they've been out in iraq they've been out in afghanistan they've been you know wherever and this is why their head is like this yeah why a lot of them don't, wouldn't say don't want the help, they do, but they don't want the help that's given. A lot of the times, just put mm-hmm. in the hostels as emergency accommodation, full of junk mm-hmm. and God knows what else. Just of you go into the church shop? But I was going to say, what we've also got a booking system on the, uh, I know. You go on there, you apply for a booking, and that'll put you, like, set up a Zoom meeting with a counsellor. Right, I'm saying right. So, where, what, what length is that? Love, wait, which, which part of um? So, on our website, where is that, honey? Now, if you just kind of narrow it down, <laughs> so I can just do a little bit, bits, bits. Because I've done a bit of a restructure website, I've got to try. And find <laughs> <myself now. laughs> That's fine. we've got a therapist. We've got counsellors. We've even got a life coach. Oh my god! On on our website, or is that your the, the one that you've dealt with? FOV crisis thing. Uh, I mean, I have gone through the whole. Once we address everything and we put the referral over for uh, further assistance with the veteran SOS, they've got yeah. specialists in benefit system, in regulations, yeah. in housing, in everything else. I know up here, this is a problem of I keep saying, I know we've got everything sorted down there, down there, but is this there... This is online though, Donna. This is all online and accessible by anybody, any British veteran anywhere in the world. Understood, love. Understood. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to try and get him to do this now because is it your therapy? Can you get your therapist to get in touch with him first and then get him onto this? details and phone number and things like that. Yeah. I'll send you. Yeah, and I'll pass yeah. it on. <sighs> because he is being, by the way, he's being bullied by a woman at the moment, which is impossible by him because he's such a crazy fighter. He's like UFC type fighter. Thinking of that, right? Would it be better? I mean, I'm a, a counselor, mental health counselor. Uh, I'm happy to make that initial contact with him, maybe as a man rather than a woman, if he's been threatened. Yeah. Yeah. No, he, he'll not accept that he is being bullied by this woman. Do you understand what I mean, love? Um, we were, It's a long story. I mean, Gary knows we were stuck in a, his house. The woman was in there who he's with. Me and my old mother and him were in my mother's house down from the road. And she's taking over the house and she's phoning the police all the time to get him done for domestic abuse, which, by the way, we had to go to court few months ago for domestic abuse but she admitted she lied 
then last the, the, uh, just a few nights ago she phoned and thank god the police took her instead of him but that was only because he was down with us if he was up there they'd have taken him again you know because they believe the man is the domestic abuser not the woman uh, and it, immediately it's probably more 50 50 than people realize she's Terrible, honey. She knows how to press his buttons. You know, those buttons that we have with lads that come out of the army. And we keep her pressing, 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 and they will kick off. But look, that would be fucking up. Goodness me. That would be absolutely fantastic if you would do that for me, please. Yeah. I was going to say, on that note, do you want to knock it on the head and you can make that initial contact, Craig? Do you want to speak with yeah. Donna and get all the details and chase it up that way? And hopefully everybody who is listening is, is is seeing that even personally people are helping. Do you know what I mean? It's not even just having to go onto the website. As soon as you're on the website, look, personal people are helping personally. And like I said, we can't do it on our own. But well, as I say, love, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I promise you, I'm going up, up uh, line, uh, up Ayrshire and higher on uh, Monday because I get paid so I can get petrol in the car. <laughs> go up there and I promise you, I'll get back to you with every single surgery in every hospital and see what they've got in, in, in place. It'll be interesting to hear next week what that is. important that we get all out. It will upset you. It will upset you. <laughs> but at least we can get in there, exactly. We can get in there then. You know, in all fairness, it's probably a blank canvas for us to step into. It is definitely a blank, blank canvas. I can I can assure you now. And the further up you go, because I'm I'm an hour from Carlisle. The further up you go, as as I said to Gary, the, 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 there's absolutely nothing, nothing. Edinburgh, Edinburgh like the, the borderline north of that. There's nothing. But how yep. many for that? Yeah. Up in, uh, I mean, there's Perthshire, which is huge. There's Dunfree, uh, sorry, uh, Dunfermline. There's Dundee, there's Aberdeen, there's Edinburgh. There's nothing, nothing. So those lads are just lying around knowing that, that like like me, if I just gave up in the beginning, yeah, NHS is doing nothing for you. Go and take care of yourself. I had a very good doctor. I was very, very, very lucky. But she did it off her own head. She did not do it off veterans or army, nothing. She just did it off her own head. And there is good people out there, knowing where they are and how to get hold of them. And I'm going to do that. I am going to do that. Speak some people and, like I said, hopefully in the coming weeks, we'll see more and more people on here. I mean, You will, because I'm going up and down the country for us. here for you. Donna is print out our poster that's got yeah. the uh, QR code on it. I've got no print. Well, actually, I need to go to my brother so I can get that printed out. Actually, I did say that a week ago. Once you get on the Teams, I'll send you the invite again in a minute. Once you get on the Teams, yeah. if needed, I can get some printed off or find a local printer. I can take no, 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 just send it to me, love, because uh, my brother's got a printer up the road. He's got a printer in his house. Yeah. You can do it from there. If you're going to be going to quite a few places, it might actually work out cheaper going to a local printing shop and getting, I don't know, 10, 20 printed off. We'll pay for it. I don't it. mind. I don't mind. No, it doesn't. I, I don't mind. Neither would he, for goodness sake. We don't mind, love. We'll do it from his, because <clears throat> I know how it works. And um, then I'm not going to face other people because I'm, not good with it. I'm not asking anybody for a favour anymore, love, because, like I say, I need to tell my story. Let's get my story out. <laughs> Let's tell them how that could have been different. And, and how it could have been different. In the fact that veterans in Scotland literally are on their own. They either have to move down to England to get the help, 
or stay in Scotland and suffer. Well, Absolutely. Well, <laughs> Absolutely. And how can they move down south? A lot of them try, love, but they're just on the doorsteps of, you know, train stations and uh, tube stations. But, yeah, I'm, I mean, I've seen I've seen video footage of people that they've got Scottish accents and they, they said we moved down here because we heard there was better help down here and <laughs> they've just been left alone because they don't have a whatever. Uh, they didn't grow up down there, so get back up to Scotland. Thanks for listening to Veterans Voices. We're always looking for voices because good or bad, join us every Saturday, 5 p.m., the links are on the Families for Veterans webpage online or search your social media for Families, the number for Veterans. So for me today, that's it. I hope this finds you well and have a great weekend.